Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft here in downtown Los Angeles, brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. No, I wasn't tripping. <laughs> he said, Turn the bass off of my headphones. I knew I wasn't tripping. Unleash the flutes. Yeah, I don't need that. You know. Knew that. Yeah, you know. You we know. do. We get I, the music I, I, every week now. Oh. Yeah, we get the music every week. Yeah, but they don't want to hear about that. Welcome to the Portaway Podcast. A couple of quick PSA announcements. Uh, we are at the Blue Wire Studios inside the Wynn Hotel and Casino. Mm-hmm. Of course, we want to thank them for allowing us to do what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you got some gifts. Yeah, we uh, we gonna get to it. We are gonna get right to it. So we're gonna start off you have with PSAs outside of the gifts. You were there. Uh, nah, the the Podcast dot com. Yeah, I know. We're not going there first, huh? Hold on, hold on, we ain't going there first. Huh? First what of all, we're gonna shout out to our guys. Two beers podcast. Hey, they, they sent over some hats for, for. I don't know them. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I gave. That's why it's only two. One for me, one for Carl. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Shout out to those guys. What up, y'all? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I did their show once. Did I could you? be wrong. I don't drink, but I, I solid hat though. Yeah, yeah solid hat. Yeah. Why Carson get the hat over me? I'm just oh, curious. you got it. No, 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 no. no. You, I you, wanted it from him. We we oh. have a hat deficit. Just oh, <laughs> <laughs> a hat deficit. All right, and then we yeah. got yeah. hilarious. Go ahead with the Portaway Podcast. Portawaypodcast.com, right? Yep, that's where you can get all your merchandise. Portaway Podcast. It, so it's just Portaway.com. Yeah, Portaway.com. Yeah, the Portaway guy. What did that? Oh, the Portaway Podcast. Okay, you guys are a mess. The Portaway.com. Why did you do the Portaway podcast? You left it open. Talk to Dane. Left, you left Talk it open. To Dane. No, no, no. He did the right thing. Appreciate you, Dane. He left yeah. it open yeah. and kept it and kept it and kept the brief. Because we need anything yeah. else. All yeah, right, right, cool. So what's Less this? Typing. New hats. Yeah, we got new, new, hats. new hats. I dig this one. All right, you can take that one because I felt Carson <laughs> would love that one. I dig this. So it's kind of works. Okay. Seen them both before, but actually, you. you oh, all right, I was about you, to say, don't, you're gonna get both. Hey, I was yeah, feeling, I was feeling both. something yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah, I was yeah, feeling something over there. there. We got the new Portaway podcast, branding, 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 and uh, you got you got some more stuff. But before we get to you, I got special you something special. This came from the heart. Okay. The only other uh, PSA at this moment I got is shopshawnporter.com. Mm-hmm. That's the other merchandise, the show Showtime merchandise that you don't get at. Portaway.com. This came from the heart. Is it underwear? This came from the heart. <laughs> you know, that? my man, he keeps the crispy blacks. So I went, we went out and grabbed you some black oh, teas. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Thank we you. got you. We got my man. You don't keep you fresh. Got the fresh teas for him. But they ain't, the, they ain't what he was nah, talking those, about the other day. No, though. those are big time ones pro right clubs. there. Pro no, clubs. No, no, no. We ain't got this. ain't no pro yeah, yeah, clubs. Yeah, yeah, this is big yeah, time yeah, stuff I, right I, here. But well, shout them out. Shout them out. No, they ain't giving us money. No, they ain't giving us money. Oh, no. Put it down. Hold on, hold on. Put it down. It's the remix. It's just for you. I'll just wear it. Damn franchise boys. Three times a week. But now this is the special, you know, Sean. That's my guy. Uh, But shout out to my guy, Nathan Riviera. He came came to the Blue Eye Studios. He he hit us up. He said he makes shoes, custom shoes. He want to do something for the show. I said, well, you got to do something from the star of the show. So he did something special for Sean Porter. Uh, Hey, read that first. Read that first. Thank you, Anthony. You the goat. Keep going. Keep for going. helping me make yeah, yeah, this yeah. happen. Yeah. That's greatest of all time. But, but not. But shout out to. Oh, my you opened it. Yeah. I didn't open it. Uh, somebody Scrib- else opened like it that lived him? in my house. Yeah. You looked at. Him? Yeah. Aunt Scrib- you looked at. Him. Yeah. I, I kind of. I had to make sure there was a fish. I had to make sure anybody seen you know an- anthrax. Yeah. Is that still a thing? No, I don't know I don't if that's know. a thing. Don't talk about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Aunt, all right. Aunt scribbled on them. All right. Uh, 
So shout out my guy Nathan Riviera out of, uh, I think he's up in the Bay Area. He's moving down to uh, Southern California, but Minor Riviera's Instagram, MinorRiviera at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to him for custom shoes, artwork. That should be up right now on the site. I mean, you guys should be able to see it right now. Uh, phone number is 707-499-1486. Uh, but you can reach out to my man. He's going to do all the custom shoes. He does it all. But now we're going to reveal what he made for Mr. Porter. Uh, this is honor of the WBC title, Sean won, the years he held it. And one of his kids' name is also on the shoe. Should die. So every mm-hmm. kid, he has two kids, and each kid has their own shoe. And Sean has oh, his fav- favorite number, which is number two, that's on the glove. I don't know if he noticed that. Big Derek Jeter fan is Sean Porter. Yeah. Derek Jeter. He said I'm a big Derek Jeter. So he kind of went with Sean the supreme Porter. look for your shoes. That's what's up. Uh, lo- love, man. Love how you show love definitely, to the kids. Definitely. Uh, when, the how, how long Sean had his titles? Uh, nice. So I got, got the IB. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, chill that's out. Crazy. Chill that's, that's crazy. <laughs> chill out. Cool chill out. out. Oh, that cool I laughed out. or the, the years? No, 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 no. That you oh, laughed. Okay. Fair enough. Cool out. Chill cool out. out. And was that? That's the Adonis? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> the air yeah, he's the, the Adonis. Got Sean Porter on the back. The IBF title, the number, number two. Oh, I didn't see the I didn't see the Portaway podcast. Got it. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Got, got the Portaway podcast on the tongue. Nathan, I appreciate you, man, wholeheartedly, and we will do something else moving forward. Uh, get at you on a, at another time, man. But no, these are smooth. These are smooth. I, let me. So let me. Can I be? I, I have to be honest. Yeah, right? yeah. These ain't really my style. Yeah, yeah. I knew it, but I figured. So let's, like, let's... but you know, like for me to go out of my my realm, mm-hmm. it's got to be something that's special. Like yeah. I don't just. For nothing, you know what I mean. So you like, yo, if if he gonna do those, then you gotta, and he did it right. So, so thank I, you, Nathan. So at first he sent me the pictures, and I seen this, and I said, oh no, Sean's not gonna feel that. But then I, I got him and seen like the IBF, the mm-hmm. kid's name on it, mm-hmm. the Portaway podcast. I said, oh, you made a special custom for Sean, Absolutely. which I loved, man. And uh, he'll definitely find a suit to go with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Come on now. <laughs> hey, so while we're talking about this, uh, Nate wanted one one thing. What was y'all favorite shoe coming up as a uh, kid? I, I'm going with the Shacks. I have mine favorite on. Shoes. Um, Go Carson. Take maybe, them off. <laughs> I, I was going to say maybe Iversons or the T-Max. Okay. You okay. wearing yours for real? The, the 11s, baby. Yeah. Oh, he, He's a big shoe guy. Oh. Favorite yeah, shoe of all time? That's Jordan 11. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big shoe guy at all. The, uh, the worst shoe of all time, the Kobe's? Moon boots, yeah, for sure. Love, love the moon boots. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Carson. Yeah, got Chris, this moon is moon why y'all don't agree on style. <laughs> yeah, he said, right there. He said they were his favorite shoes when we talked nah, about No, I before. never said that. Never said that. <laughs> uh, I like uh, Grand Hills, Filas. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably my favorite shoes of all time. And then very close second, uh, some Jordan shoes that came out in the early 90s. I don't know which the name of, of them are, but um, I would go with the Grand Hills. Okay. Shout out to Grand Hill. You're a mess. Just put them over the top. And, and, you don't have to be Eddie Murphy in the party all the time video. And shout out to our merch people, Dane. Uh, Dane will be out. We'll be out in uh, California this weekend. We will have uh, some merch to give out to fans. So if we see you guys, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Right. Cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Might, I might need a cue from you, though. You never know. You'd be knocking on the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised nobody has knocked on the window over here. Now they usually get our attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty easy. Anyway, I think so. the glass is electrified. Who? Oh, <laughs> that would be classic. That's what they need to do. It's like Jurassic Park. I, I was gonna reference it right before he did. Speaking of dinosaurs, Chisora and Pula have fought. Oh, you disrespect. Oh, okay, let's go. Oh, I was just trying to pivot there. Come on, <laughs> that, man. that fight 
Was, Let's go undercar first. Okay. Touch on a couple of things. Not that we need to dwell on it. Yes, yes. Um, Fabio Wardley fought. Mm-hmm. Young up-and-coming heavyweight over there. He's 14-0. He's 13 KOs. If you haven't had a chance to watch him, please watch him. The reason why I picked Fabio as as my guy to, if we were going to talk about any undercar fights, for me, it was going to be Fabio. He's a heavyweight, but, he, but he, he, he boxes like a super middleweight. He's got hand speed. He's got power. He can go to the body. He can, of course... Punch, you know, box from the outside, and the list goes on. I I was watching him, and I right now, um, uh, uh, shoot, his name, uh, the kid from Toledo, uh, Jared Anderson. Jared Anderson. It's like Alexander. I was Big like, baby. that's not right. yeah. Jared Anderson to me is the future of the heavyweight division. But then I got Agreed. a chance to see this guy Fabio last night, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this this guy's got something. He does a lot of what, uh, a, a lot of what Big Baby can do. And I was like, wow, like that could be something where I've been screaming like he's the future. And I no doubt Anderson is the future of the heavyweight division. There are some other guys that have got speed, power, quickness, agility, experience, you know, all of those those components that make you a world champion. And I saw that in Fabio. I'm not going to speak too too soon. He is a heavyweight, an English heavyweight world champion or excuse me, heavyweight champion, but I don't think that it's out of his realm not to make it to a world championship fight. So definitely be looking out for him. Yeah. And he and that he kind of plays in with the guy I was gonna mention is Agyarko. And he is down, he was at 160 and he fought at 54 yesterday for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna be really good. He's yeah. the one that I've seen on those DAZN cards where there's 10 fights, and he usually is the one where I'm like, I'll make sure to catch that one. That'll be the one I see. For My sure. first time seeing him was yesterday. Yeah, and not knowing that you were watching, I'm like, this this guy's got something. Yeah, I was like, this fight overall is like this was a really good fight to help him further his career yeah. in terms of experience. And then Carson texts like, "Yo, this this dude's doing really well." So yeah. again, you got another super welterweight out there where we all look at Jamel Charlo. He is the goat right now at super middle at super uh, welterweight. But then you got some young guys like this guy. Ed Yarko, yeah, coming uh coming up right around uh right behind them. So. Defense was maybe a little lax yesterday at times. He he seemed like he was having a little too much fun in there a couple times. Yeah. He was had some early success, so I think he maybe was not as as switched on as he needed to be at times. But um yeah, dominant win. I, I think he's looking to get to get in there with some more guys, get developing from there. But uh, Ramla Ali also won on the undercard. Uh, Madrimov and Soro, it just let it go. Close the book on it. There's no Madrimov Soro three. I'm sorry. <laughs> the first one ends with a controversial knockout. This one ends with an early cut, which he was leaking immediately. It's done. It didn't look like he was going to win the fight. Uh, Madrimov was definitely going to win the fight. I yeah, think. yeah. So let's let's start there with Soro, right? Soro was the one that got. And cut, so yeah. I was actually on the move and watching on my phone, and then. I saw I saw headbutt and then I saw him go to the ropes. Yeah, and I for me that signified you don't want to fight. I don't want, mean to be disrespectful, but I was like, did did, did it deserve to be stopped? And then yeah. you say you say yeah, I was leaking so, immediately. So they typically with a headbutt, you know, there's a clash of heads. Everyone kind of steps back and then sometimes they'll like paw there <laughs> and then and they realize their blood. He didn't he so, didn't do that. So they hit and he immediately had. Like turns around and has his head down, and blood is just like pouring mm. from above his eye. Mm. There was like a chunk missing from above his eye. So yeah, he was. So they stop it. It was a technical draw. Uh, but yeah, I understand we didn't get like the full resolution to it. But let's just set that one down. It's done. And then main event, Jasoran Pulev got the upset. I was <laughs> upset. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> I was upset. What were you upset about, Sean? I didn't, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think uh, Shashor won. won the fight. I thought that Pulev, I, I just thought that he, I mean, neither can guy. guy. I was going to say. <laughs> I was Either guy, really. That's what the know. first thing when we talked about it yesterday. I, I was watching it, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like I don't I don't know how to score these rounds. It was Yeah, I didn't was, I didn't straight up sit down and score the fights like I did some of them last night, but um just watching the fight, it was you know, it was it was a little messy, but I thought through the mess, Pulev was the sharper fighter. I thought that he landed more from the outside and he landed the cleaner shots and so on and so forth. So I kind of looked at it as a gift when I heard that the that that it was a split decision. I was like, "Okay, they're going to give this to Shisora." They kind of want want him to have like that one last hoorah, yeah. and of course he said uh, Deontay, he wants Wilder. Deontay Wilder. He was also tearing Pulev's body up immediately. He was like, from the opening bell. He, he was. was he was rocking him to the body. Yeah, but the uh, <laughs> and easily distracted. Come on, man, I'm talking. Yeah, but, if you just keep <laughs> I know, talking, I know, the I'm camera wouldn't talking. even know. Yeah, I know. but the uh, yeah, and he calls out Wilder afterwards. I was hoping you mentioned him getting a gift. I actually maybe lean Shasora, but again, I I don't know. And I was hoping that was going to be, hey, you got this win. It was a close fight. Be done. Yeah. And he, he, no, build, yeah. And he, in the build up to the fight, pretty much repeats, as long as you're paying me good money, I'm going to keep fighting. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. afterwards, calls out Deontay Wilder. He said, hey, I'll be honest, I'm on my way out. I probably only have a couple more in me, but I want Deontay Wilder. I want to fight the big guys. Oof. Yeah. He, what round are you going to sleep versus Deontay? Early. Okay. Yeah. Early, yeah. All right. I mean, and, he's done everything but fight in America, right? Yeah, so. and he and he, sorry, you've been in there with been in there with great fighters. You've had exciting fights. He he's never going to be in a boring fight. Whether it's going to be a technical, you know, boxing clinic, probably not. But you know, he's an all action guy. Hell of a press conference. He's always good for that, press. That'll be a hell of a lead yeah. up. Yeah, he's always good for a good press conference. Yeah, he known to throw a chair too. Yeah, or a table. Yeah, he threw a table oh, before. Table. Um, a man can throw a table? Yeah, he, I ain't fighting no man that can throw a he, table. And, and he threw it quick, too. I don't know what that table was made out of. Because he, when he threw it, it flew off the ground I was just about to say, it wasn't it. no stone table or nothing like that. A stone table? You couldn't throw that table. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could. Sean couldn't throw that table. Oh, crazy. Dude. Let's not talk about what Sean can do. Throw it through the glass. <laughs> Carson, let's not talk about what yeah. Sean can do. Throw it through the glass. So, um, but I, I thought, you know, and, and I, I totally understood the sentiments you know, sometimes in the United States, we don't have the same affection for Derek Chisorda that they do sure. mm, in the yep. United Kingdom. We look yeah. at him like, you know, here's this heavyweight who is, you know, virtually lost every time at the top level. Not every time, but just about. And, mm. and he, you know, he's piled up double-digit losses. And so you're like, what's the love affair here? But last night or Saturday night, the fight wasn't as, or yeah, yesterday, the fight wasn't as... Uh, I didn't see two shot guys in there. Now, I agree with all the posts on Twitter and whatnot that this is a fight maybe kind of leading towards no, nowhere. Neither guy is ever going to become the champion of mm -hmm. the division. Mm -hmm. But he's a guy who's managed to, to, to basically become a star without becoming a champion in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so, and he's been in, and he's, he has an exciting style. Um, sometimes he reminds me of the retro heavyweights from back in the day because his size and he'll get in there and go to the body like heavyweights used to. And so, you know, again, it, it, you know, we don't have the affection, myself included, that they have for him over there, but I can respect what he's done for himself in the division. Yeah. I, I, when I really started loving boxing 20 years ago, the division was was really, well, 
Jasora was 40 at that point. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> I'm just messing. I love but he's guy. funner to watch than just about, you know, post like Lehman Brewster, Klitschko. Like Sam Peter Klitschko in 05 was like one of the last really fun heavyweight fights. And then for 10 years or so, it was just dreadful. Yeah. And so in that era, we would have really appreciated a Derek Chisora. Sure. So, you know, just giving and, him some flowers. And the crowd was going crazy for him yesterday. Right. It was, yeah. it was, a, it was a packed house. Yeah, they always the sell out overseas. Yeah, so crowd, more power to him. Yeah. I, I would just, as somebody who always would prefer a boxer when they're getting to that point, just retire. Like, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what he does. I, Deontay Wilder just seems seems all wrong for him. But. What about Malik Scott? <laughs> I don't know if Malik Scott, I don't know if he's... He's still fighting. Is he? I, that, yeah. I'm legitimately not He was in the ring sure. uh, about six months ago. After, Maybe an exhibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't an exhibition. No, he was fighting, I, fighting. Okay, I thought it was an exhibition. Disrespect my man Malik No, I didn't know if I just didn't know if he was come over going here, full force going in, into becoming a trainer. But yeah, I don't know. Chisora has got to be one of the all time of right now. Well, not that oxymoron, but he's got to be one of the all time. Wouldn't want to catch him in a back alley, guys. Nah, in boxing. How many uh, boxes uh, would you want to catch on the back? Alley? That's true. No, no, I mean, but even even on that level, comparing them, yeah, yeah, he's he, he's he's, he's <laughs> just he's just yeah. the fighter, man. He's just yeah. oh, he's scary dude. Yeah, man. He's, he's like he'll punch you at a press conference. Like, yeah, he doesn't throw, care. I mean, man threw a table. Yeah, but or it was David Hay that punched him actually. I I remember that too. Right, right. Yeah, they they have they have some spice going on over there sometimes <laughs> in the press conference. Hey, so I can we, we don't get we'll get Lesko Champ on his ass. Yeah, oh Shannon yeah, Briggs, yeah, Lesko Champ. <laughs> I love Shannon Briggs, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else really on that card that we need yeah, to dive too deep on. And then going into Showtime on the early prelims on YouTube, all great. Oh, on Speedy Rashidi got <laughs> back in there, made quick work of his, of, of Mafala, his, his last minute opponent. It's good to see Rashidi Ellis back, even if it was for less than a round. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, that's a springboard where he can say, "Okay, I got the cobwebs off." You know, I got back, got busted the rust off. Where was she at? 147, 154. Yeah. So yesterday was technically, I think, at 154, but he will fight at 47. Right, right. But uh, Boots? That's a fight that I think could happen in the future. and that that's, was That's a great test. Yeah, that was Rashidi's debut on PBC. So okay. I would love to see guys like uh, Rashidi in there with, you know, Stanionis, mm. Butaev, anybody mm. like that. Adrian Broner? Adrian Brown's got a fight coming nah, up. After, after yeah. after you win, after you the win. Cam, nah, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I said, you win. after you win. <laughs> I definitely think next step for Rashidi is he'll be on the televised portion of the card. Yeah, That's absolutely. Next step, whoever it's against. Absolutely, yeah. I, w- I would agree. And then um, there was there was another card. Dennis was on the under the under undercard, and then going into the Showtime portion, opening fight. Our guy Frank Martin. Yep, I was about to call him Frank the Tank. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Not a bad thing to be Why referred that, to no, as a tank, no, though. Oh, yeah. Will Ferrell in old school yeah. got you feeling like that's yeah. not a good no, thing. He, he looks no, solid versus a quality opponent. Yeah, Jackson Marina's last-minute opponent. What do you think there, Showtime? Chompy? Absolutely. I, I, everything that we've been saying about Frank Martin, we saw it all mm-hmm. uh, just last night. Uh, and, a, and, a, and a great finish, too. You Even know? if it's on 12 rounds, still close the show. Come on, man. And they, and they had uh, Derek James. I don't want to take anything from Frank Martin, but just to go to Derrick James real quick, they had him at the desk and they're interviewing him. Hey, what what are you doing to make these fighters as great as they are? And he's saying, you know, hey, you know, he gave us a little bit of, you know, how he trains. But I, I just take a look at uh, the way Errol Spence Jr. finished um, your Dennis Ugas and then the way uh, Jamel Charlo finished 
Castaño. Uh, and then the way Frank Martin just finished Marinas is like, that's, they, they're very, I mean, what, what back can you say? Yeah. You know what I mean? About just the overall camp. And so I'm, I, I, the reason why I brought up Derek James in the camp is because when you talk you talk about a guy like Frank Martin, who I think is still under the radar, and I think that that fight may have kind of raised some eyebrows, but he's still under the radar. And he said at the end of the fight, put me at the at the table with yeah. those guys. I want to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying I deserve to be there. Put me there because I want to be there. You know what I mean? I, I, I've been advocating for him for a little while now that he, he deserves to be there. But then when you take a look at what his camp is like and what his and, and what his, his his coaching is like, we I think if anything, we know he's going to be prepared for whoever they put in front of him. So if it's not if it's not the quickness of Frank Martin, if it's not the speed of Frank Martin, if it's not the intuitive um, mindset that he has to make the right moves at the right time, the punch placement that I saw last night, of course, the power and, and the agility. I mean, he's he brings a lot to the ring. He's not just an aggressive fighter. He's not just a counter puncher. He's not just a mover. He does it all. If all of that doesn't sell you on on Frank Martin, then take a look at his camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a look at take a look at Derek James and understand that yo, whatever you think he's lacking or whatever doesn't make him a superstar, Derek James will make him that guy that can get him into that into that that phase of being a superstar. And he, but I was gonna say, and he got off to a, an early lead, and then towards like the middle end of the fight, there were a couple rounds where it seemed like he took his foot off the gas a little bit, where Marinas got going a little bit and then in the corner Derek James was pretty much like hey yeah you know and, like, and no excuses I just up. thought that it was something that Marinas had saw he just started throwing the right hand yeah. he started landing and, the right and hand Marinas is no slouch yeah. so that's, that's not to say that oh Frank Martin just let him yeah, take the yeah. rounds like Marinas technically is a fighter. Marinas yeah. beat Rowley say what you want that <laughs> oh, was a close fight. No, here you go. Here you go. I got to watch it again. Though. But, <laughs> but so even after that, so he has this little bit of a lull, and then Derek James is like, "Yo, bring the bring yeah. the tempo back up," mm-hmm. and he and he blasts him out of there. Yeah, uh, Derek James is one of the coaches we always give praise. Sean always says he wants to hear something in the corner. He always giving oh, great man. instructions. Yeah. It's every, not just every turn time it up. I, every time this. I hear in the corner, I mean, it's 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 direct. It's yeah. detailed. It's simple. It's detailed. It's not too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And what it does is not only is it everything you guys mentioned, then it's implemented. Yeah. Every yeah. time That's I've heard true. Derek James, yeah, that is he'll, true. he'll give you something. Oh, yep. I'll do this. And so we hear that, and then you watch the next round. You're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's what he said to yeah. do." And yeah, unbelievable job. Trust from that's Frank what and that Eric is. James. That's trust. No, but like, anyway, like you said, him getting these stoppages in his last couple outings with Martin, Spence, and Charlo. That's what you know. Emmanuel Stewart at the peak of his powers when he was considered maybe the best trainer in boxing, like like Derek is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was all he really wanted the finishing touches on his fighters' performances, getting that stoppage in the late rounds and. Mm-hmm. That's what Derek is producing. Mm-hmm. And even though he won trainer of the year five years ago, when we looked at the trainer tracks watching the fights last night and they go to, cause you know, we, att- I think you guys were there too, but I attended the Charlo Castaño fight. So this is my first time hearing Derek in the corner on the trainer tracks. And he has, and he said this to Brian Custer before the fight started, he has grown. He continues to grow as a trainer. Yeah. He won trainer of the year five years ago, but I think he's even better now. Mm-hmm. And he before he was a a a, a you know a, a, a kind of soft spoken you know Texas guy where you know he didn't talk loud to get his point across he you know didn't wasn't boastful or nothing like that but you saw that in the co- in the corner with Charlo he was so animated and and his voice was was turned up a notch and 
And I almost saw from that, you know, that comes from that extra amount of belief in himself now. He's Absolutely. that much more sure in himself. Mm -hmm. And and maybe he really is rounding into being the best trainer in boxing. He I is the best trainer in boxing. It's, yeah. it's another Hands thing down. that people yeah. miss. The, the the experiences in the fight are not just for the fighter. It's also for the coach. Right. And I, 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 I remember, like, as I would play it back, I remember my dad had experiences to the point where he had a very systematic corner. We, we'd be walking to the fight. He's like, you got the bucket. You got the stool. Or, or I got you fight stool, whatever whatever the case may be, <laughs> and but he had everything very regimented based on what he the experiences that he had, and then you talk about you know him being able to further my career, and people I think people were like Sean to leave his his dad, but I ne I never left my dad, and we continued to grow together, and it was because we both were having experiences. It wasn't just my dad was just watching my experiences and then going back to the gym. We both in the moment in fight in fight. Um, uh, moments were both learning and experiencing things and I think that that's what we've seen he was uh, growing as yeah, a trainer and, as you were growing yeah. as a and that's what fighter, we've seen right. Derek do now yeah and as we continue against Derek his uh, Mr. flowers James. yeah Mr. James Derek James whatever. DJ yeah, we're, keep Train, 2022 <laughs> trainer of the year <laughs> okay okay Carson speaking in existence got to Go but uh, it's you know Terrence and uh, his trainer keeps saying you let Terrence grow into his division you let Terrence grow into his division I keep saying, I keep picking Earl because I feel the trainer is going to be a difference. You let Derrick James get more and more and more experience. <laughs> He's fighting in world title fights. World title fights. Mm -hmm. I mean, from every fight, every fight except Frank, yeah. but he's fighting in world title fights yeah. back to back to yeah. back. Yeah. More experience. And I feel like that's going to be a difference in the fight. Sometimes, like though, guy, you know, Virgil Hunter ha has trained a couple of world champions, Amir Khan, Mario Barrios. But, uh, you know, when he was with Andre Ward, mm -hmm. he was a different... It's a different level of chemistry there. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Bo Mack has that with Terrence where, yeah. okay, maybe he's not going to, when it's all said and done, have the accomplishments Derek James has. But when he's with this guy, Bud Crawford, they're money together. So we'll see. It's it's going to be a great, great matchup. Right, hell of a yeah. fight. Hell of a fight. And they're going to go. You I'm, got Terrence Crawford? Yeah, I still got Terrence. I got Earl Spence. How does every <laughs> boxing conversation <laughs> end up back <laughs> on Spence Crawford? <laughs> Who you got? I got Spence. I've, I've, I haven't changed off that. Yeah, it's good for him. <laughs> So moving forward to fights in the future that could happen. You're the biggest question mark out of everybody. How do the week we, week of? How do we read how between do we, the lines? You could you could just oh that's all I'll say. How do we feel uh, how do we feel about, calling it? about Frank Martin's right as they walk? You, you calling ring? it? Yeah, hell uh, I better be. Uh, all right. So Frank Martin, <laughs> what do we think oh. he how do we think he could go next? There's a any fighters you think? Uh, Errol, I got a list. Errol mentioned Roley. I I got I, That'd be wonderful. That was and my goddamn. That was my last. Errol said it <laughs> yesterday, and Errol also had a hilarious Twitter exchange with one Chris Colbert today on uh, Twitter. Uh, Hit him with the, you know, you effed up, right? Because apparently Chris, uh, Chris Colbert wants to maybe fight Frank Martin. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Carson, you should have got in there and said, "Don't do that." So who? Who? What was your list? I got uh, uh, Jose, uh, Joseph Diaz. Jojo, okay. Yeah, Jojo. Uh, Pitbull. Isak, okay. And then I had Roley. I had him. I got him beaten, Roley, man. So, I do too. I wish what you call him was there, Leonard. So two T's. <laughs> I'm Ant with two T's. Unfortunately, JoJo, Golden Boy. Yeah, I know it doesn't. Yeah. Right. And the other two. So, and I think Romero and Cruz are going to look at him, or if not, not them, but their teams, or so you know, and say this guy's a little too, uh, a little too dangerous. Risk reward. Risk reward. So I'm thinking. Because there's a clump of guys at 35 that are that are really good at uh, below the Tank Haney, you know, like that level at Lomachenko. 
And I think that him and Michelle Rivera would be a good fight. Michelle Ali Rivera. If not Michelle Ali Rivera, I just don't think that Rio Valenzuela, Roly Romero. Too early for Ryo. Cruz, I don't think, yeah, too early for Rio probably. I don't think those guys are going to be anxious to fight a guy like Frank Martin right now for the level of risk reward. Like Ant said, so maybe Michelle Rivera. Good fight. That's a good fight. Yeah, it's a good technical fight as well. And he's, and he's not the only guy. There's a lot of guys at lightweight, but that level of guys. 50 guys at lightweight. Yeah, yeah I think he's ranked. In, Carson, relax. WBA. I think he's. Damn it, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ranked in the WBA, so they got to show my guys some love in a Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I, I think any of those are good fights. I, I do think he probably beats Roley. Um, yeah. But he, he, Frank Martin's not going to be easy out for anybody. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to continue. He started when we had him on. He didn't start boxing super early. He was a teenager when he started boxing. So all of the rounds he's getting are important rounds as a professional um, without that, you know, deep amateur experience. But anything else on, on that or we go to uh, the heartbreaker? Heartbreaker. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. The Colmaine, Brandon Figueroa making his debut 126. What shout, do you think? Shout out to Mrs. Figueroa. Yeah, shout out to Omira. Oh, no problem. Strength and conditioning. Oh, no problem. <laughs> what do we think? Uh, he came out different. He did. Came out different. Certainly did. And Ant looked at me and said, Sean, that's what you've been asking for. That's what you've been wanting. <laughs> he came out different, and I think he came out different against the wrong guy. You know what I mean? Like, styles make fights, and I don't think that boxing um, Castro from the outside is necessarily what uh, Figueroa should have, that should have been the game plan. I don't think that that was the, should have been even been the game plan against Castro. I thought that um, you, you stick with what works against Castro, you know, he likes to box from the outside. He likes to be comfortable, and he and he likes to try to counterpunch. And so I thought that, you know, F- uh, F- Figueroa coming out boxing from the outside and South trying Paul. to throw a little jab, and then he switched and went southpaw. That switch is the ugliest switch I've Come. ever seen in boxing. You're probably going to so, say that about the spin. Huh? So let me say what that. What about the spin? I'm, I, the spin led to success. So, <laughs> but, yeah, no. I just, yeah, like nice. Little, little yeah, things like that, I just nice. didn't think. I was like, yeah. I, yeah, this is what I've been asking for, but is this the right guy to do this against? You know what I mean? So uh, ultimately, though, he he third round, he hit the switch and went back to the inside and being the aggressive guy that he is, overwhelming. And, uh, you know, it was only a matter of time from there. You Do you think, Sean, that it wasn't so much his game plan was different? Now he's fighting a 126-pounder. The length of those guys, 
the physical dimensions? Is it was it was he? Yeah, being, he wasn't comfortably the bigger guy as he typically right. is at twenty two. Right. People talk. People know that I fought at one sixty five as amateur. I never changed the way that I box because guys were taller, because guys were bigger than me. I think I would weigh in the first day of the tournament at one sixty five. By the end of the tournament, I was one sixty two, one sixty three. That didn't change the way that I fought. It wasn't, didn't matter that you were tall or anything like that or you're bigger. Just because you're coming up to 126, don't, that doesn't mean you have to change who you are. If anything, you take a look at the, the opponent, and if, if you feel like the opponent presents some problems for your style, then maybe if you have the ability to make some adjustments, then, then do that. But I don't want any guy to ever think that I'm going up to a higher weight class. Like, I, I have to fight different. No, you still do it. What had gave you success at the weight class that you were at, and then you make some adjustments along the way depending on who you're getting in the what ring with. It? But I think to answer your question, I think they thought that they had to do something different coming up to one twenty six. Was it on the opposite end? Was it possibly instead a reaction to his fight against Fulton, where he loses to a guy who is more technical on the outside, mm -hmm. boxing off his back foot? Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe he was thinking? Well, I didn't get the decision in that fight. It's a question for Figueroa. Maybe she can. Maybe we'll get him on. Yeah, but, but like uh, I'm thinking, maybe that where he's like, "Well, Coach Calvin said, I rushed him. at the end of the day. It's in your DNA. Absolutely, you're gonna go yeah. back to what you do, <laughs> yeah. and that's what and he did, and it worked. Yeah, I yeah. think he was a little cautious, like you saying, going up and wait. But once he got it, once he gets you on the rope, that's your ass, young man. Yeah. Hey, Figueroa's yeah. going to work. Yeah. It's it's overwhelming, man. Yeah, that's a lot. Know, I've been in it's like position. you're getting jumped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, against a big dude who, like who, that. Who got you on the rope and worked you? Nobody. Uh, uh, who, <laughs> that, <laughs> I, that, I thought you was going there. That never, ever happened to me. I was going to guide you. And, and figure all. <laughs> <laughs> he going to guide me to explain the ass. He's leading the witness. <laughs> but he, uh, and Figueroa also mentioned that he he did have, oh, <laughs> he did he did gas out a little bit, he said, at some point. Oh, so he had to make sure to, to get back into oh, okay. into his rhythm. But, uh, yeah, when he, when he gets you on the ropes, it's, and, and yeah, Carson, he, she wrote. he's blessed with something that like Mayweather has, Spence, Porter, stamina. Stamina. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't get tired. He's got he a just, great cast. Yeah, it's just like, man, are you ever gonna stop? Yeah. It's just continuously a lot. It's yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. It could literally mentally. And he's got break a big you. heart too. Yeah. Heartbreaker. And, he, and he has that. a chin. And a chin. And <laughs> he's shown he's by fighting Fulton. He's already shown he has a willingness to fight anybody. If you fight Absolutely. that guy, you fight anybody. Mm -hmm. And you know, and fought Luis Neary, who was right. We all thought right. was gonna. He was supposed to lose that fight. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you know makes it happen. Um, no, but so I think I think Porter pick, picked against him, did he? Well, I did for sure. Then why are we bringing that up? I hundred percent. I picked hey, you, Brent. I, was I wrong. don't want no problems. Yeah, I, I was shout wrong. Out to the Figueroa family. Yeah, after that fight, because <laughs> before Omar. that fight, I was like, I'm not sold on him. Wow. After that fight against Neri, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this yeah. this this guy this style everything that he presents in the ring. I'm gonna give it a chance. And then you you fast forward and it's Castro, a guy who I've even seen. In the fact, in the past, who I've boxed never, a good fight? Yeah, I've never like uh, directly commentated him, but I've been you know at the desk and I I've had chances to watch him, and he's a, he's a good boxer, but and that's what I told you last night when a guy can feel that you're not going anywhere, it, it does something here, and you guys watch boxing moving forward, you'll see that if you see a guy break down here, you'll see the rest of it just kind of. It'll, it'll dissipate over the over the course of the rounds. And that's mm -hmm. what happened with Castro. It was just he knew that this guy wasn't going to stop. 
caught him with a couple of big right hands. Yeah. And I think that those mentally were were like, uh... Hoping that, that would change the tone of the fight. And, and then when never, the guy just keeps coming. Never right. change the tone. And what you do when you feel like you feel kind of helpless in that moment, you start to break down. And that's what Castro did. Yeah. I, I did think that the stoppage was early. I was I was a little... I was bothered. I did too until yeah, I realized Castro seemed to not have a problem with it. That... that could but tell we you talked about that. that he's a mild mannered guy, so we he's not gonna that. be the type. So I to, also, right, right, right. In the moment, we all thought it was early, yeah. and then on the replay, I was like, "Yeah, um, it was maybe a little less early than I thought." And then after seeing the replay again, I was like, "Nah, it was a good stop." It just—if he didn't stop it in the first, the way he was—he was pummeling. Yeah, and he, I felt like just let him go to the floor, give him a shot. Yeah, um, we we because we had a, the other moment where uh, it looked like. Figueroa threw upwards to 50, 60 punches. Not, not very many were returned. I, I have to say this. Uh, the referee, Mark Nelson, he he yelled, hey, show me something or I'm going to have to jump in there. I know it wasn't the fight. was It really wasn't being in, in jeopardy of being stopped. But when you have so many punches thrown at you without returning, even though you're moving and you're trying to block and all those types of things, you're in a helpless position, which puts the ref in a position of, I'm going to stop this. If I don't see you return anything, and he was going he body head too. He didn't do yeah. that in the second. <laughs> he didn't do that in that second. That that second moment there, he should have. He should have gave given the fighter a chance. And I just, I was like, ah, a, that was a premature, premature, premature Did, stoppage. But I, I think it was coming though. Yeah, it, it I, was coming. He it was, was going like, to stop him. Did yeah. we potentially miss Mark or Mark Nelson saying that? Possibly on the I stoppage. I think so. I didn't hear it. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't. I don't know for sure. I don't maybe think he so. didn't say that again, but. I like the uh, I, I'm I'm good with the Ray Vargas fight for Brandon. Yeah. Or or uh, Max Io or or Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a title eliminator. So um, I guess that perfect transition into the main event. Mark Max Io defending his title for the first time against Hell of Ray a Vargas. Fight. Hell of a fight. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I'm a little hesitant to say hell of a fight because I, I just he was just in no man's land for a lot of the fight. Vargas just he just kept him just that half step. And, and Max Sio just couldn't figure it out. And it's crazy because he got one of the greatest trainers of all time. You can't tell him how to. I didn't see Roach make a lot of adjustments. I don't Roach know. Just he out didn't there in just, the Gary Russell fight either. So I don't know if that's on. ever been Freddie's specialty. Yeah. Coaching? Is he? Huh? <laughs> it's oh, no. Coaching? No, no. no, no, no Freddie's like, a great. It's whatever, yeah. whatever we got in camp. The game That's plan. what we got. There's yeah. some coaches, and they thought that it was way. gonna be Floyd Mayweather. And just Freddie at his best. His trademark <laughs> was this combination punching. Sure, he's gonna have your offense firing right. Uh, but Mike Sile, a number of times, Freddie wanted him to to let go of his shots more. But Vargas had his respect with some of those counter shots at left hook. Some of the punches he walked him into, Vargas got his respect and made him think twice. And like you said, with the half step backwards, knew his range, knew when to step back and tag him. Uh, and and. We talked about this before the fight. I, you know, I was like, I picked Max Sile, but I don't know as we're closing in now. And, yeah. and part of it was we know Mark is athletic. I talked about this with Sean before we went to Summer League. Yeah. We know he's athletic, that he punches hard, and that he's fast, and that he has heart. Mm -hmm. But we didn't know if he was going to be able to make the adjustments in there. And, and sometimes it was like he tried a few different things. He tried to walk Max Sile in, or uh, Vargas into some shots, and that's usually when he had his most success, but he couldn't win consistently rounds doing that because if you're waiting on Vargas Vargas is active and long and he's going to get off and land enough to where those one or two counter shots every now and then they aren't going to do enough but that's what he wasn't able to adjust and, and hopefully 
his boxing IQ got a, gets a big lift after this fight because that is what held him back a little bit in this fight. That and just the great coaching from Nacho Berestein and, and Ray fighting Vargas, from Ray Vargas. Yes. yes the- let, let me address the running. <laughs> okay. It's, oh, the, I was like the running. The, it, the game is to hit and not get hit. Of course. No one's going to stand there and let you just tag the ass. Just because they moving does not mean they running. Come on, Mark, man. I also, think this is that was a bit of a cop out for Mark, but go ahead. But so that, that's the second fight in a row because he also said Gary Russell ran and Gary Russell didn't run either. Just hit him with left, so. and then Gary Gary kind of ran, kind of ran. He was moving, but he's nah, moving. That's yeah, yeah. Get, I can't wait till Gary just he put, yeah. he's putting you in a headlock oh, yeah, the second like he sees you. Oh man! But for, so for for Sean Gibbons, who I've, who I've aired, Sean Gibbons, who I've aired my grievances with before, Shout out to Sean Gibbons. So the Rigondeaux Casemiro fight, feel how you feel about it. He talks about running. Worst display of boxing he's ever seen. They should withhold his purse. I knew this was gonna get the next one. Cruz and you never let that one go. I'll never let that one go. Yeah. And then Cruz <laughs> and then Cruz and Tank. Another good fight. Tank ran. He almost ran out of the <laughs> ring. Called him Gervonta Gamboa or Gervonta Rigandau. <laughs> what he and said so, that? Yeah, after the fight. And so you have that. And then Magsile Russell in this press conference in this fight. Yeah, hopefully he's there to exchange because my last fight he ran. And I'm like. No, he didn't. He boxed. So if you're going into it with that mindset that he ran, and then last night, I, I'm looking at it and post-fight press, <laughs> right in the ring. Did too much running. I was like, unbelievable. He only said it once, though. You could tell he wanted to say it more times, and he's like, he couldn't bring himself to say it more than the one or two times. I guess what I said. It was a cop-out the yeah. first time that he said it. I just, what, what I said to you guys before the fight, I said, we're going to find out everything we need to know about Mark McSigel. He's 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 an athletic talent that has the, he's got he's got things about him that have been untapped. And when you talk about a guy like uh, like um, uh, Freddie Roach, you're like, how how can this be? How can it, how can he have untapped potential? And I don't know where the disconnect is. I did see some some small wrinkles. Um, in the fight, but overall, we see that Mark, for the sake of words, it seems like number one, he's 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 underprepared for his for his 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 opponents in terms of their abilities oh, guy. and and what they can do. Y'all uh, defensive man. Oh yeah, there oh, he Miles is. Miles Garrett. Garrett. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's your guy. I'm gonna go that's get him. No, no, he's gone. He's yeah. too fast. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And no. he's a 99 on Madden. Um, so go ahead. I mean, he's no Nick Bosa, but he's good. He, Mark, Mark is is underdeveloped even from a, from a mental standpoint. Where, like, a lot of fighters that I know, it's like, and and, and myself included, we calculate during the fight. So, like, we talk about the smallest thing. You talk about range and distance. How does a guy determine his range and distance? Well, we do it. We throw a jab and we calculate how close we were, or how close that guy was. Not only that, but where that guy moved, how that guy moved, so on and so forth. If you're someone like me, you throw a feint to put that guy back in that position to see the way he moved. All of those, everything that I just said is you calculating your way through a fight. And Mark does not do that. I think the most Mark did in terms of calculating was, am I close enough to land this overhand right? Am I, am I close enough to, to land this big hook? And more, more times than not, he didn't throw anything at all. And it's because he's calculating, I'm not close enough. Nobody showed him how to get closer. 
Nobody showed him how to how to uh, close the distance. No one showed him what you do when you close the distance. When you close the distance on the guy, you still gotta punch him. <laughs> it's human. It's human nature. They're gonna punch back. Yeah, you can't be afraid of that. You close the distance. You make and your move. And does you do he what get you advice do. from uh, the great Manny Pacquiao? He sh- he, sh- he should. He's but a I, genius at stuff. Like that. Well, I, I, Manny's not a coach, right. you know, and and Manny Manny's busy, and the, and the list goes on. So if you can't you. And, and that's why you have a training camp because stuff is supposed to be taught in, in, in repetition and repetition and repetition and then fight night. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's much more. And I think that Mark needs much more to go further because what he has can't beat now. I don't I don't think it beat Gary Russell. And then now it didn't beat Ray Vargas. Uh, didn't beat Ray Vargas and I had him being blown out against Ray, you know, so. Santa Cruz? Well, so that's what, what were you going to say, Zaitel? Because we, we can get to what's next. Well, just, you know, I, I think part of why he would struggle with cutting that distance is, you know, like Pacquiao, those, you know, jumping in with his feet and hands at the same time, they're used to just being able to explode and cut, not even cut the ring off, just jump in and yeah. cut the distance that way. And he, yeah. he probably hasn't run into too many five foot ten, almost six foot featherweights, yeah. you right. know, but it's still things that he has to work on. But sure. I... Uh, go, go and take a look back at the fight because I wrote this down. My dad... One thing he started to really preach as as I was kind of growing as a pro was first, second, and third combinations. And what my dad meant by that was the first combination forces the guy to make his defensive move, whether he moves back, whether he tries to catch and counterpunch or whatever. The second combination puts the guy in position for that third combination to land. And so when I watched this fight, you go back and you take a look at it. Uh, my Maxayo was throwing a, a a trailing punch, so he was leaping in. It was like one, two, three punches, and that trailing punch was landing. Mm-hmm. After that trailing punch lands, that's your first combination. Now you make a defensive move, which leads you to your second combination. The second combination is either going to force Ray to move back some more, whatever the case may be, and then you have what my dad perfected: the third punch combination. The third combination. Which, which should put you in position to land, land, land. Now I'm winning the fight. Why am I winning the fight? Because I threw three punches, and then I threw two punches, and then I threw three more punches. That's eight, eight, what? Yeah. <laughs> eight punches against a guy who can drop. <laughs> I was like, I probably should have kept up. And Mathematics. Hit, hit, yeah, did that right. Steph. Said, yeah. But think about it. That's your eight punches. You didn't get that guy to throw any at all. If if he if you did, you're ready for your defense. And he threw two or three. I mean, math, well, it all makes sense. You well, know? And, you, and you saw there was the one round where we, we kind of joked about it where he, I, don't, I can't remember if it was right at the beginning of the round, but he has like, clearly there was something they said to do where he has like this, he's that getting was, low. That was that yeah. wrinkle. And, and he's cutting off the we, sides. We don't have a highlight, so yeah. you guys have to go and take but a it, look back but it at didn't, it. But it didn't work. And then he went back to it like one time later on. It didn't work. I, I, we done that. Yeah. It well, didn't he work exaggerated the motion, right? It, very much so. Yeah. It didn't work so it, because what do you do on the yeah. but what do you do on the back end of that? There was nothing on the back end for yeah. him. So it didn't he he did the move, did the move, did the move. He didn't see what he expected to see, yeah. let it go. And that again, that was something my dad wasn't having. Why wouldn't you keep going? Why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you do that? There's gotta be more added to Mark's game to not only get him in position, but keep him in position. And and he is he is still young in, in fairness, and he was a champion. And he got knocked down. Hey, and Vargas so, fought a great fight. I was going to say, and we can get, so, so Mag Sio. I he think, was on his way to the rally until you jinxed him in the 11th. Man, 
He came said, over. He did said I jinx that? him though. Yeah. The eleven was a swing round of the whole fight. When you said it, I said that's that. He said this Canelo <laughs> so, Bevel the so same way. Be, so to be fair, <laughs> I agreed one hundred percent with Zaitel on our preview of the fight where he said I think Max I was gonna be down early, but then he's gonna catch Vargas for something late. Mm-hmm. And I just start to watch the fight, and I'm like, I see Vargas ratcheting yeah. it up. I don't see Max Io doing that, and so I said. I think he's gonna walk Max High into something, and then he did. And yeah, uh, yeah so so when we can flip. Nah, man, the rally was going down. Yeah, and dropped I him in the ninth, I, won the tenth. I, I turned Carson it, I turned it around for him. <laughs> Take that, Sean Givens. And um, <laughs> is the eleven round was that the factor for you guys? Yeah, that left hook that he walked him into and hurt him kind of sealed the deal. Well, no yeah. factor for me. Yeah, he. Yeah, I. I, I what was your oh, score? You mean the what was your score? Yeah, I had yeah, I had, yeah, a pretty, yeah, I had was, a pretty decently wide as well. I had it pretty wide as well. I mean, um, I had 115, 112. I thought 8, I 4, 9, 3 were the, were the right cards. Yeah. 8, 8 to 4 or 9, 3. Yeah. You probably yeah. had 9, 3. I think I had 9, 3. Yeah. yeah. And With the knockdown. Well, and I picked him to win, so he got four rounds on <laughs> I might have. <laughs> <I respect. laughs> but so, so going to, we mentioned, so Ray Vargas, have to give him his credit. Great great performance oh, yeah. yesterday. Uh, what, what talked we, his talk and walked his Yeah, what do we what do we like about, about Vargas yesterday? Uh, he fought long. I did all. I didn't. I did not see anything that I, I. I didn't expect. I expected everything from from Ray that he did. I just the only thing I know you were asking what we liked, and the only thing I, because I liked everything yeah. top to bottom. The only thing I didn't like was I looked at Sean and said, "Yo, he this guy. He just puts himself. He takes chances." And while that's what we all want to see, be be smart about it. You know what I mean? So he took some chances even in the last round that I didn't think he needed to take. You know, but overall, I, I think that he is a talent at that weight class uh, in terms of overall speed, uh, range, and power on the end of those shots. And both them guys were throwing some, 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 yeah. some heat yeah. last night. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and also credit credit to your wife who pointed something excellent out because <laughs> this is unbelievable. So she couldn't let Sammy get the sh- all the shots. Yeah, no, like, I know boxing too. The wife was in the room killing yeah. it. Yeah, and so we were talking about how you can. You can kind of do what do they call it? shoe shining, rumble drill, whatever it is, where you're throwing yeah, punches close. Dang, but then when you throw these big like wide shots, so Maxio drops him, and then all of a sudden after he drops him, then he starts up in the tempo and throwing these huge shots, and he's missing. And we're we're all kind of like amongst ourselves. And how do, how do you get? Well, to, you do, were you were like, well, where was that at? Yeah, I I still feel that way. But I'm talking <laughs> about the I'm talking about the fatigue thing. We uh-huh. were like, how do you not? And then your wife, yeah. Said. Well, because I explained to you, I said, you were like, where is that at? And I said, first of all, let's go back a little, just a little bit when we talk about styles make fights. If styles this guy. Fights. Shout out to Chris and Gil. Yes, no doubt. Go get your your uh, your, your, your apparel. Yep. Um, when you have a guy that's looking at another guy and he says, I don't know how to get on get in on him. And so then that just nullifies a lot of the things that, that you can do because mentally you're thinking, I, how do I do this? And so once the knockdown came, it's like, I got him. I, I know that I can get, get yeah. to him, you know, but prior to that, he didn't know, he didn't know how to get in get on there. Ray Vargas. And so um, I was explaining that a lot of times you, you feel fatigue when you don't hit anything. It's like, I said, it's weird how that happens, but you would, you would, 
It's just you throw these big shots and you miss and it fatigues you. I don't know why you can throw two <laughs> big shots and it fatigues you and then you can get in on somebody and throw eight, nine, ten shots <laughs> and, and it's like you don't feel anything. And then the true boxing mind in the Porter yeah. household Wifey was came like, in there and dropped some knowledge. She, she said, said, you practice. She said, think about it. You don't practice to miss. You practice to hit. Yeah. And she's like, you you hit the pads and you're hitting. You're not... You're not swinging and missing. And, you know, I was like, dang, blew which, my mind. Which was un unbelievable. It really was great. And then I also had a laugh picturing if somebody did try to practice that. I did too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I who's in there? Calvin and Ford like, doing it for some I'm over here writing That's some funny. things down. I was like, should you should you practice yeah. to miss? I saw the picture of the trainer missing? saying, we yeah. practice to miss punches too, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We do but that too. Hey, that can help with conditioning, can it? Yeah, maybe. Hey, up your conditioning. Maybe, but... Uh, yeah, so Vargas, he mentioned in the post fight very directly Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah. Um, he's still a champion at 126. He hasn't fought there in three years. <laughs> he hasn't defended those titles. But he should already have lost that title, to be fair. I know he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, shout out to Leo. Goes a long way, apparently. Yeah, apparently. WBA is like, hey. This is a great night. I, 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 got a, I got a main event. I got a co-main. Go ahead. My co-main. What happened? My co-main, Fig versus Mark. Nice. Figueroa versus Mark. I'm excited. Okay. Main event, Santa Cruz, Vargas. Great night of boxing. Yeah, that's oh. good. That's a good card. That's a great I think, night of boxing. I'm not mad at I think Vargas. Oh, you're not happy because there ain't think, a Cuban on there. I think Vargas. No, no. I, like, <laughs> I, think, I, think Vargas, I think Vargas beats Leo at 26 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so too. Um, you think Leo but beats Vargas fight. at 26? No, no, can't no, no, count no. Out. What did you just say? I think Vargas beats Leo at 26. Oh, okay. We can't count out the Terremoto. Of course not. Yeah, you can't. Well, yeah. You talk about a veteran. You know he's he's a veteran in the game, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I think you I would favor Vargas. I would probably favor Vargas against Figueroa, but I actually think Figueroa is a tougher matchup for Vargas than Max Iowa is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 definitely with, with the pressure. Matchup. And Figueroa has shown, yeah, yeah I can cut off yeah. the ring. <laughs> I'm not a guy that can't cut off it. If you if there's one thing Brandon Figueroa could do, mm. is cut off the ring and put and the Vargas, heat to you. Even he, to his credit. In that eleventh and twelfth, he closed the show yeah. when it looked like it was getting away rounds. from him. But he does he does fade a little bit in those yeah. second half rounds sometimes, as 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 opposed to the first four or five when he starts off real sharp and real hot. Brandon Not, Figueroa it, yeah. was a nightmare one twenty two. He is a nightmare one twenty six. Mm. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot. And again, if you take a look at how he started the fight, he's working on some things. Yeah. That makes him even more like oh. dangerous. Yeah. Who's his trainer? His dad, father? yeah, a whole family, his family. and his dad—that's yeah, his dad's style. Like okay. him, and you could see it from the brother and from Brandon. That's that's the father's style. Mm -hmm. It's theirs. Mm -hmm. it's Not big, August twenty. Damn it! I was about to get up with your ass. The cam man. What if, you know, I hate. I it, part of me hates to be the guy because the, the the most basic shit one on one thing a boxing guy sitting on a couch is work on the jab. But do you feel like that could that alone could maybe take him to another level? The jab, absolutely, because he's coming in. Sometimes with it, but sometimes without it, and, I, and getting in anyways. And, I don't want yeah. a, job, a job by any means, but the, that would be the number one thing I would work on with 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 uh, with Fig is being able to throw the jab moving forward, but then they being able to put two and two together in coordination of moving the feet and the hands together, showing him how to move around the ring and and jab from the outside. I'm not saying that he hasn't been taught that or anything like that, but that that would be the only thing that I would even go to a camp with one thing I, again I learned from my dad was you don't change a fighter you you see right. what that fighter you you see my dad yeah see what the fighter's got and then you add on to what you can to what he has 
That would be the only yeah, thing. Yeah, don't I try would. to make him yeah. Mayweather, but yeah. Marcos Maidana, if you look at like what what did Marcos Maidana really do to go from getting blanked by Devin Alexander to giving Floyd Mayweather hell yeah. for 12 rounds? Mm. Really, it was the jab. Yeah. Was the main thing. Robert Garcia just got him to jab his way in a little bit more mm-hmm. and 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 you know, keep his hand, you know, a few yeah. little just a few little things that yeah. took him from blown we, out by Devin. We to, have yeah. not seen uh Brandon not be able to take a punch. But the worst thing he could do is try to come in on the guy, I think, like Ray Vargas, who's throwing with heat and consistently throwing with heat. I think the difference between Ray Vargas and a lot of guys that that uh, that Brandon Figueroa has been in the ring with outside of our guy, Cool Boy Steph, is heart and, and, and determination and will. And that's a lot. That's that's what Ray Vargas has a lot of, you know. Yeah. So when you when you have that, that then it's going to be a little bit harder for that 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 aggressive style to kind of just take form and take over the way that it has for for Brandon in so many fights. And I would love to see Gary obviously get back in the mix at 126 with any of those guys. It's a shame, yeah. Navar- you know, politics. No, Too bad Navarrete can't fight these guys. Probably he's going to have to wind them. up. For him, because <laughs> he'd be knocking blocks off. I do think, I think any of them, if they can get in there with Warrington, I think any of them can beat, I think Vargas can beat Warrington, Navarrete can beat Warrington. What's about Laywood? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But, but, but Lee Wood also has to be sitting there like, really? Leo's going to get this fight? He's really going to get to defend the WBA title? Because he's also a WBA Bullocks, I, I think Bullocks. he's going to be forced. Okay. I mean, we hope to defend it. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I would love to see those guys get in the mix. I do think Navarrete is the best at 126 right now, but... Yeah, I know you that's tell no me, secret. You tell me every day. Yeah, that's no secret. I text Ann every morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, <laughs> nah, good, mor- nah. good morning, my friend. Not nah, Brett. Good morning. Rigadal got robbed. And, <laughs> and Laura got robbed versus Canelo. And Loma's yeah. coming back. Yeah, Matrix reloaded. Um, yeah, it, I, it was a good night of boxing, though. And then moving into uh, this coming weekend. Garcia yeah. and Fortuna. Yeah, Garcia Fortuna out, out at uh, crypto, Crypto.com Arena. What an abomination of a name. Why'd you take away Staples? Yeah. Man, man. I, I know Staples hasn't been relevant in 15 uh, years, but, still. but just let them keep the name. Yeah. yeah. The house that Andrew Bynum built. Um, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hey, hold on. I like no, Andrew Bynum, but of all the guys. You almost made me cuss, okay? Shout out to Andrew Bynum. Okay. Oh, absolutely. No. Yeah. Nah, we ain't going for that. Was the di- he was the difference Shaq. maker from 08 yeah. to 2010. The big diesel. What was, are y'all talking but, about? Yeah. This is Kobe Bryant. So to the fight. We have uh, we have Lamont Roach on the undercard. Lamont Roach Jr. Roach. is getting in there, and Alexis Rocha is getting in there after he put the end to Blair the Flair against the Vaunted TBA. Uh, Rocha, yeah, um, maybe they announced an opponent for him. I'm not sure. TBA man, Sean never got a ring. Most though. fights of all time. Fought yeah. everybody. Yeah. He ain't fight TBA. Sean got a TBA. <laughs> he got a TBA. And ended up being Eric Bonet. Yeah, technically Bonet. They uh, always find a way he, out at the he end. He rolled his ankle. No, otherwise, that was, that was a TBD. That was a TBD. Wasn't no TBA. That's a tech. That's that interim. That was a TBD. Like, <laughs> you're lucky he rolled his ankle. <laughs> Peace out. Wow. Uh, but main event. The return. Anyway, real quick, real quick. <laughs> go ahead. How many for, did, did it go? Four rounds, right? That, that fight? The toughest four rounds no, in your was, career. No, at least 10. No, it was, that was at least 10. I think it was four. You weren't there. Nope. I was watching it. On TV. Did, can you take yourself back? Like, what did you have? Did, how, did, how did you score? I, I, I'm, now I'm like, hey, this dude, this dude's tough. <laughs> the dude was tough. I was like, this dude's tough. Dude, he was tough. tough. I'm like, come on, Sean. I, he was tough. He was tough. If, I, if I could ever have signed a fighter as a promoter, it yeah. would have been Eric Bonet. Yeah. For as much as we've mentioned Why? him over the years. 
I liked his game. I was yeah, a big fan of his style. Yeah, I was a big fan he of just fought, uh, what we re- uh, mentioned him too. Yes, yeah, sorry, I couldn't let it go. I fought down in Florida. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't let it go. Give, 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 give so so that. Did you so check on him by his no. knee? So his ankle? No. Main event, the return, one of the biggest, biggest, most popular stars in boxing, they tell me. Garcia. Ryan Garcia. We seen him last week. Told me it's like he said, told me he said hey. hello. Yeah. Yeah, I actually missed. What's funny is I actually missed when you guys interviewed him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't here. Yeah, I wasn't on there yet. You know, he don't, he never missed episode, but he missed yeah, it. I, yeah, I, I don't even remember yeah. that. But he, uh, yeah, so Ryan Garcia against Javier Fortuna. If he's anything, he's tricky. Yeah. And unorthodox. Yeah. 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 So what do we think? Is this is this a, a comfortable win for Ryan Garcia? Is this a, a showcase performance? Or does he, is he maybe in a little bit of hot water there? Uh, Ryan Garcia. So much talent, but we haven't seen it. Uh, is... I mean, just keeping the heads on the line. Uh, just a lot of things I see weakness. Is Goosen going to fix all that? Because, you know, I see a lot of holes in this game, and he keeps calling out Tank. Now you're going to sleep with all the damn holes. Yeah. Just, But he just have little things, like just he stays on line. Uh, just just what I got on here. Doesn't uh, Keeps his chin in the air all night, so he's known to take a big shot. And obviously, Luke Campbell was able to get him to drop his hands. And once he dropped his hand, that's when he got him with the big shot. Yeah, Javier is more powerful than Luke Campbell. But I don't know if he's smarter than Luke Campbell. He's not as rangy as Luke Campbell. Luke, yeah. Luke, yeah. Two different fighters. Yeah. This could be the toughest fight. This could be the easiest fight. It's up to Ryan. Yeah, I just don't think, like, I'm, looking, I'm thinking back on Fortuna's fight with Jojo Diaz, which he lost. Terrible performance. <laughs> yeah, but he's just so like he's so unorthodox and awkward, and but he's talented. I mean, don't get Jojo me wrong. Jojo might have just had him fighting at a closer range. He really wanted to be at all yeah. night too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Jojo's so I, good at that. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I I think he gives Ryan some trouble. Yeah, I, I think felt, Ryan ends it, but yeah, I felt I felt that way. I felt like this was going to be the toughest fight um, for for Ryan to date. This fight was was uh, made and then be. a year ago, yes. a year ago, right? Yep. A year ago, I felt that way. I just in my heart, I don't really have. Go that with your heart always, now. young. Uh, what to say? What is? Go ahead, come on, Carson. Go with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep, keep your heart. Were you saying keep your heart three stacks? Yeah, 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 yeah. From the national players. Yeah, hold up, hold up. Anytime I mess up, I'm like Carson got me. He said, "No nah, hell." I was like, "What?" Carson said, "That's a great one." <laughs> Potentially the greatest rap song of all time. Don't put the fair. camera on me. But go with your heart, you young fella. You ever look at somebody and you start to say something and there you go. And you just, you you know better. There was nobody else there. to turn to? My dude was like, I'm not the guy. I'm yeah, I was not, not following guy. that. Yeah, keep your heart. Three steps, oh, keep man. your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, you. my heart is telling me, and I don't know. I got I to gotta see, I got to see Fortuna next week. I, I am going to be working the zone. I'm happy to be working this fight, I, I think that it's a great fight, both on paper and then when we actually see it. Um, I just, my heart told me a year ago when it was announced, I was like, oh, this is this is this is gonna be a good fight and it's gonna be a hard one for for Ryan Garcia while he would be the A side and of course now he still is the A side, but there's something a little bit different to in my mind now and so I just looked at it real quick. You got a Javier Fortuna who's 33. You got Javier Fortuna who, who who lost to Jojo Diaz, didn't have a, a good outing against Jojo. He came back and fought once since then, but to me, is that enough to get past the fact that you have three losses, that you are 33, and that you, you know, you weren't able to be your best in, in against one of the better fighters in, in boxing. So, you know, I'm saying all that to say that a lot of times when you get in the ring, you kind of just 
you go through the motions of the fight because this is who I'm expected to be. Being awkward can't be enough, and you can't just rely on being awkward. You gotta you gotta be able to punch first. You gotta be able to be be defensive, move, and 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 the whole nine. So while I was like, this dude is awkward, and this is gonna be a hard fight for Ryan last year. I'm just not feeling that. I, okay. I feel like now he's going to rely too much on the awkwardness, but there's not going to be much behind it. Now, I'm hoping that I'm wrong because once upon a time, I thought that this was going to be a great fight. And I do yeah. still, I still, I still think that it's going to be a really good fight. But I think it's going to take Fortuna hitting Ryan and kind of buying in to, to I can win this. Early? Yeah, it's got to be early. He's got to hit him and buy in to I can win this in order for him to really start to... Uh, put that gas to work and, and start to really implement that awkwardness and and put the doubt in Ryan's head yeah. too. Yeah, let me let me say this about Javier. I we I did work for um for uh, Ring City and we went to Puerto Rico and I was telling him I got to keep training and do you get, think you guys can find someone for me someone for me to spar? And so just before I left to go to uh, Puerto Rico, they said we got Javier Fortuna for you if 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 that's okay. I said I'm packing my gear. I was excited to get in the ring with that dude because I I think that Javier is an awesome talent. I think that he's really uh, uh, um, athletic and and that awkwardness makes him make or made him at one point in time special. I think I ten just, years ago he's prospect of the year, twenty twelve. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I I'm hoping that it's all still there. But yeah. you know when I just take a look at what's on paper now for Javier, I'm I'm hoping that. We get a we get a Javier that's ready to do the job because he makes it the yeah, really good like Being a ring, yeah, hey, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on, we supposed to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Not, oh. not not anything detailed, but yeah, so you got yeah. in the ring with it. Was, it was the exact same yeah. as when yeah, I you ain't fighting no more. It was it was the exact same as when I sparred Tank. I knew what I was looking at every time I I watched Tank's fight, and I seen Tank train a couple of times. I knew everything, and I saw it all when I sparred Tank. And I'm not gonna go through that. And getting in the ring with Javier, I was like, I was jazzed up because I just knew it. And he it was, was as awkward as expected. It was, it was everything. I mean, he was all over the place. He was throwing punches everywhere. I mean, it was everything that I thought it was going to be. And it was fun. And very, for me, it was far and few in between where I had sparring sessions that I could just have fun. Like and being I, in there with another Dominican fighter, Hendry? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, well, our guy, Hendry. They, Hendry's they, a little more slick. They don't box the same, yeah. but yeah, in terms of just being able to have fun yeah. and let loose, I was able to do that. I mean, my dad wasn't there, so it was like, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can fight where I can do whatever I want to yeah, do. Sean throwing behind the back punches. Can he like that? But. What do you think, Zaito? Well, I was, my, it brought me back when I was thinking of this fight, you know, coming down today, it brought me back to what Sean talked about with the Ray Vargas fight. And while he was taking notes and he looks over at me, he's like, guys winning the fight, but he takes too many chances. And I think that might be the case with Fortuna because even though he's definitely better than Tego, Tego wasn't taking any chances. Yeah. You know, he, he, no chances. Right, and Fortuna will. Yeah. And maybe he cracks Ryan with some of the best shots we've seen since Luke Campbell, right? But uh, I, I think that he's a guy that can get – he likes to fight a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. he, he stays in the pocket and he'll let go of four or five shots at a time. And if he does that with Ryan, he could run into something that can hurt him or, or you know, potentially end the fight. So I'll take Ryan because and, and, and Ryan's so big at lightweight that or yeah, lightweight. lightweight He's, yeah. He, yeah, that's one of his gifts, along with his speed and his power is his size in these divisions. So I think with Ryan, Lou Campbell was rangy, set up that left hand on the outside. In sparring and things like that, guys have roughed him up when they're in his chest. 
But at mid-range, punching range, he's pretty good. And mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I I think so Fortuna will either have to be in his chest a lot out night. And and I'm Sean, from when you boxed him, is he capable of outboxing Ryan Garcia or to win this fight, he's gonna have to take those chances. I'm talking. You know about. what? What I what I need to see from Fortuna, which would make this a great fight, he's gotta be active. That, That's the, taking chances. The activity leads leads <laughs> to him being it leads to him being awkward. And so if he's if he's active, if if he's in and he's out and he's throwing punches and he's and he's just doing those things, I th- I got a feeling it's gonna lead to Ryan trying to be uh patient, but it's gonna lead to Ryan essentially opening himself up to find an opportunity himself. So I think that, you know, a a a very good Fortuna, prime Fortuna is gonna be very active, in and out, moving everywhere, throwing a lot of punches. And my my main thing is can you keep that up? I'm I'm really hoping he can keep that up because not only does he make this a good fight, but he makes that a fight that he can win. I think an active Fortuna can beat a Ryan Garcia who's trying to be very composed, trying to be very patient, and trying to find that perfect right hand or that perfect hook, which is what more what which is what Ryan tends to look for more than more than anything else and in the boxing match. So prediction wise, where are you at? Zach? I, well, I, I you think got Ryan by stoppage. Yeah, because of what because I think that is what Fortuna's going to do, and I'm interested. If Fortuna has success doing that, does how does Ryan react mentally? Yeah. If he gets hit in the mouth early and often, whether left hand coming in and out for Fortuna, awkward angles and whatnot, does he start just looking for the hook and just following this guy around and, and being on a string for him? Right. Or, or does he show us what we want to see from right. him? Because the truth is, and, and I, I, I think I may have told him this once in the garden when he fought on the Canelo Felding undercard, I was like, man. I'm sure it'll be in the back of his mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he could give two shits. (laughs) But it's like, I would love to see him just somehow, you know, watch tons of Alexis Arguello. Because that's like the best case scenario guy. He has some of those same dimensions and and, and rhythm. and Legend. Yeah. But because the truth is, he's falling behind a little bit. He's only 23. But of his contemporaries, he's falling behind a little bit. He's a star, but he's not the biggest star in the division. That's Tank Davis. Yeah. He's not the champion of the division. That's Devin Haney. And Tiafimo Lopez has been to the mountaintop. So we got, he's got to, you know, he's got to look good in this fight. And I'm picking him to win. And he he's an excellent talent. What about you, Ant? And the same thing. I'm ready. I, I need to see a, a great performance. Because we keep saying we want to see the tank. He keeps saying he want to see a tank. But outside of him being a star, if he was just a nobody, would we want to see him in the ring with a uh, tank? No. Exactly. So it's time for you to It'd show us. A- It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Just because it's size, speed, and power. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know. it's time for you to show us a great, a hell of a performance. Hopefully see what Joe Goosen has tweaked and kind of adjusted with the kid. Uh, we got to take that into account, too, that he should not be the same fighter because he is with Joe. Yeah. You know, so we we, we yeah. had an entertaining Ryan Garcia, and then now we, we should have a more offensive uh, Ryan Garcia from working with Joe, so... What are you thinking? What's your prediction? Uh, I go. I go. Ryan late stoppage. Uh, coming out with the jean jacket. I think. I think <laughs> Ryan wins a very very close decision. I. I really. I really rate Ooh, Fortuna. Nah, I, yeah. I think Fortuna gives him a lot. He of gonna give him hell all night. Yeah. Gotta be active. Yeah. Gotta be active. That's I, what I'm. I'm hoping he's. Hoping and he's and and we'll. He has a great motor. And. Did you see? He'll it? be there. Oh, 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 Carson coming. I'll be there. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Tom so you guys, interference. I so knew you, he was going to be there, but then yeah, yeah, I, was, I was like, I was hey, like you do that. My heart was beating. So, so, for, so for the fans, so you guys, you two will be there early. 
Oh, it ain't about us no more. Yeah, you're gone. No, the fans need to know when you guys, you guys are starlet. I'm just, I'm just the, nah, the fat guy nah, that points us nah, in the right direction. Nah. I'm the compass. I'll be there eight o'clock Wednesday morning. Y'all can pick me up at the at the wall at the <laughs> at the Walmart L- LAX. Yeah, shut up. LAX <laughs> Airport and take me to uh, Roscoe's. Roscoe's. See, Carson is like, what are you? Oh, but that one time he was like, Ugh. oh, the best, the best is Aaron was like, you want to go to Roscoe's? I was like, of course. Yeah. Um, so you guys will be there media workout Wednesday. Uh, mini workouts Wednesday. We won't be at the media. Oh, we'll be maybe. there. We'll be we, there, but we yeah, might so, be oh, around. We yeah. might be around. We, we, we might be around. We might be around. Oh, okay, okay, I won't okay, be yet. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, we got the press conference Thursday. Yeah. That starts at uh, the arrival time for you guys is 1130. Media and fans arrival 1130. We plan to go live at 1245. The press conference begins at one o'clock. We live on the Portaway podcast. We got some lives coming for y'all next week. Uh, that's at the mil, mil, uh, Millennium Biltmore in the green room. Uh, for anyone who wants to come check that out, that is open to the public. And then the official weigh-in Friday. That also starts at 1 o'clock. This I'll guy will be Friday. here at the weigh-in. Yeah, I'll be there Friday. This, this bomb ain't coming. No. Carson comes. He don't want to come. We can't have all of us in the same place. Uh, Somebody has to stay behind. Yeah. Also open, open to the public. Uh, you guys are welcome to uh, arrive at 1130. Uh, that show, we're going to actually start at 1230. We're going to start our live at 12.30 on Friday at the weigh-in. And that's because uh, the, the weigh-in begins at 1. We're going to carry that through the weigh-in. And then we're going to cut pretty much right after the weigh-in. We have our pre-fight barbershop show at DK's Barbershop in Woodland Hills. And that is going to start at 5 o'clock. Friday. So that'll be Friday at 5. Okay. So between travel time, blah, 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 we're going to have to start this one at 12.30. Mm-hmm. And then we'll cut that one right out, pretty much right after the weigh-in so that we can get things set up at the barbershop, DK's Barbershop in Woodland Hills, uh, 19633 Ventura Boulevard, Tarzana, California, 91356. And then that'll be all the lives for us next week. Pull up! <laughs> oh, my. That was a little, we want that you guys, we, we want you to, we want you to come hang out with us, a.k.a. pull up. And, and dang. I threw you off, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Like three people stopped. Like, wait, what? And then, <laughs> and then Saturday, obviously, will be the fight. What? I'll, I'll be at the Futures game Saturday if you see me at Dodger Stadium. Okay. Shout out to George Valera, John Kenzie Noel. Are you right? coming to the fight? Yeah. I'll okay, okay. I, was, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, no, that's our lives next week. Come check us out. Uh, definitely tune in on the Portaway Podcast. You got one channel. more fight to talk about. Jake Paul, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a little we can time. touch on it. Yeah, yeah we, we can, can touch, touch on, on it. it. Um, so how long have we been on? Uh, hour, and little more hour, and hour and change. Yeah, not an hour and a half. That's a little much. But, a little much. Um, yeah. So Jake Paul is gonna fight Tommy Fury, aka Tommy Fumbles. Damn. Ooh. Look at you. To be fair, him. you know he got a cousin who live up the street, right? Who? Uh, Tyson Fury. <laughs> oh, does he live <laughs> out here? Yeah. yeah. And he um, put calls on you. Real well, quick. Tommy Fury can't even get over here, so. <laughs> Um, I think Tyson's had problems with that too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm just kind of the Jake Paul stuff is already it already is kind of not annoying, but it's 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 a it's a animal in itself where it's just like we got to deal with it, but it is what it is. And yeah. now Tommy Fury can't get over here, so he has a new opponent. I seen Rockman Jr. Mm-hmm. Rock Le- got it. Legit boxer. Uh, Twelve and one. Yeah, a hell of a record. It looks great on paper. Got the name. Got the dad. Is dad going to be, be training him in his corner? You would know something like no, that. No, no, no. Okay. no, no oh, dad? Oh, his dad's always hands-on. In the, but I, he probably won't be the lead trainer. Um, okay. Yes. Who's, it, who's his trainer? I can't remember. I, think, I can't remember. Right okay, so okay, okay. Like, Jeff Mayweather. 
No. Just throwing that out there. I like it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, What's the date of that? That is August 6th. Yep. In Madison, Madison Square. Yeah, the yeah. Mecca. Nick's tape. <laughs> so we going? Uh, Sean's I tell him Matt Allen, Matt Allen Houston. I this did. Week. I did. Shout out to Allen Houston. Yeah. Beautiful. Mid-range moment. monster. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting. They sparred apparently mm-hmm. before one of Jake's fights. Supposedly Jake got the best of them. That got y'all defensive in again. Yeah. Supposedly the, Jake got the best of them. And there was and there was some some back and forth a little bit with that. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, people that have said you want to see him fight a boxer? He's fighting, fighting a boxer. He's fighting a legit boxer. He's not fighting a world champion, but he's well, Rock, fighting a boxer. You no, know, Rock Jr.'s first sparring session was myself. Yeah. Ooh. And I think that. He slept you? No, no. no. I, <laughs> Sell the fight. Sell the fight. Come on, come I on, think, come on. I think armed with that experience. <laughs> yeah. thought, what's, your, what's your weight and size? I'm I was, going, I was I'm going to throw out that six, six, foot, ten. six foot, 250. I, I was He's like 150. I was 152 at the time. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm about come on. I'm 162 now. Yeah. But, uh. No, armed with that experience, more than one, the 100 amateur fights, more than the 13 pro fights. Yeah, I think I think that could be the difference. So what does what does what does Sasim Rahman Jr. do well that will give Jake? He's got a really good jab. Okay, this fight is going to come down to his conditioning. Um, I think Jake, all jokes aside, has a dangerous right hand, Hell and he, he his confidence is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, he he really believes in himself right now. Uh, in life, you know, I think yeah. he, he probably thinks he could conquer Mount Everest right now. He yeah. has that, and I don't mean this in a dis that delusional confidence that he could well, do that's anything. Where my but, respect for him came was right. was just hearing him speak on pretty much just that believing in yourself right. and not allowing and not allowing anyone to deter you from what you want to do. You talk about that and getting in the ring. He doesn't want to look bad. He doesn't want to allow those who are doubting him to be right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and. And he wants he wants to prove that he that he can do it. You know what I mean? Like those are things that 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 expand your confidence. And then you get in the ring with virtually anybody, Mount Everest, and you're like, let's go. You know? So no, until I, you I, know I get better. It. Until, I get it. until someone makes you know better. Right? Exactly. And is, he on, is he on upset watch? Yeah, yeah, he is because Rock has look, it's gonna come down to Rock's gas tank. Yeah. It, 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 it was incredible to me that Jake Paul and his brother Logan in their first amateur fight went six rounds. I've known guys that have been boxing for years, had dozens and dozens of amateur fights, and when the three rounds are up, they're gassed. That's mm-hmm. it. It's like clockwork. Yeah. These guys somehow can go six or eight rounds. It's incredible. you know. And, and, but Rock, if, he's, if he can be as fresh as he is or relatively close to it in round eight that he is in round one, he could definitely win this fight. His jab... Is gonna give Jake a lot of problems. Jake's never seen a jab like this. Woodley had a power. He could hit. He could. I mean, he's he's a natural two twenty five guy getting down to two hundred. He could Mm -hmm. crack, Mm -hmm. but but Jake can crack too with his right hand. But it's just gonna come down to conditioning. If Rock gasses in the third or fourth round, because that's what that's what led to his only pro loss. And I was there at the fight. um, The night come on months back. Right, the night before Stevenson Valdez, and he's winning the first two three rounds easy. Gasses. And then the trouble hits, and he got stopped by Tommy Morrison's son. He can't afford that with Jake Paul because the same thing could happen to him. He could be winning the first two or three. Gas tank goes. Jake's in good shape, and he lands a right hand on a fatigued guy and gets him out of there. Hasim's really got to watch out for that. He's got four weeks to be in the best shape he's ever been in. Absolutely. If he can do that, definitely on upset watch. Mm-hmm. So his biggest key is make sure he's conditioned. Yes. Okay. The skills are fine. So I just looked up the bet eyes, guys. Yeah, I'm intrigued by this. Uh, we got Jake Paul. Negative 130. So you put down. That's 50 50 of shots. Yeah. You yeah. put down 1300, you bet $1,000. That's easy money. Where they got, where they got rock at? Plus, plus 100. 
So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I put I, down a hundred dollars and I win two hundred dollars. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna tell you guys like if this. I put down a G, I win two Gs. Yes. Oh, okay. Sean Ishay Smith said on Twitter that this fight for Rock Junior is gonna come down to pride. Is it that not, he doesn't care what the circumstances are. There's no way this kind of guy who's who has his background is gonna beat me, a Rockman. Who has had a hundred? Do you yes. agree with what Ishay Preach. said? Hold on, oh, oh, let me finish my my odds. So if I'm you guys, <laughs> I'm betting the house on it. Bump the odds. I'm going I with agree Jake. One hundred percent with Ishay Smith because that's exactly what it is. I just said that in a different language for Jake. Jake believes in himself. He doesn't want people to see him lose. He doesn't want people to see him look bad. And the list goes on. So those are intangibles that are going to give Jake that energy and kind of like keep him turned on. Rock has to take that in the ring and stay turned on. Stay turned on to the fact that I am the boxer here. I'm the real uh, uh, professional boxer here. I have the amateur experience. I am a rock man, you know, and the list goes on. And I think that the camp has to be right, you know? Not just the training, but the actual camp. Dad got to be there. Like, you want pride? Take dad with you. You want pride? Keep dad in the gym with you. Listen to dad and let dad be a part of your success not the reason for your your downfall because you didn't allow him to be in there, be there with you. Like you Chavez know? with his dad failed to do sometimes. Yeah. Right. With, yeah. right. Yeah. When's the last time uh, Rockman was in the ring? Just a couple months ago. Yeah. April oh, 29th. Morris? April 29th. Okay. Yeah, Tommy Morrison's son. You want to uh, do the odds now? Uh, no, I'm just telling you. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, I always pick against Jake. I'm rolling with Jake this month. I'm going all out. Bet the house on him. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. I'm going Jake Relax. Lake Stoppage. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, I was like he is. I'm going Jake Lake Stoppage. Dude, go Jake Lake Stoppage. Like, and yeah, and and, 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 hey, and if you lose, come out to Blue Wire Studio. <laughs> Sean Porter will pay you off. <laughs> That's Whatever. unbelievable. Whatever. <laughs> I also lost money on that. <laughs> <laughs> he was Just quick to get with some it. Cash man. Uh, yeah, he was quick with it. Shout yeah. out to Rock man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rock for sure. Yeah. Good, great opportunity for him. Yep. Win or lose. Yeah, I, I great, love great Rock is cl uh, clip him in the first round. That'd be a hell of a performance. That was that was quite a Yeah. It didn't sure move. Water. Okay. Yeah, so I let it go. But yeah. his jab is gonna be an issue for Jake. I know that. It yeah. Definitely the issue for Rock is that jab, round five, six, seven, when you get fatigued, it gets easier to come over the top with that yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that closer to the fight. But we'll be in LA this weekend. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. But you guys got anything else? Boom, boom. I got nothing. Coming in Friday? Cool, yeah, I'll be there Friday. You got some cool new shoes? Got we got some cool some, new shoes. got some cool Thank hats. Thank you to Nathan again for that. Yeah. Porterway.com. Theporterway.com for all the merchandise. Getting Blitz you might have been a bad some, idea some, after some, all. Some motivation. <laughs> okay. Right. I just seen that on the bottom of the box. I was Adver like. Adversity Makes Champions. Is that what you wrote? No. Nah. Said, uh, earn your crown, work hard, and manifest. Boom, boom, boom. Um. All that being said, you know what? I'm going to close. I was I was going to do something different, but I'm going to do this one today because I kind of spoke on this earlier. I spoke on love yourself. I had, Somebody had requested a cameo for me, and they said, you know, just give some motivational words. And uh, I have I had to do the, the cameo, and my hair wasn't right. So I was like, yeah, it kind of is what it is. So I wasn't happy, you know. And then I was like, as I started doing the cameo, I realized, like, my energy was low, and I knew why. And so I was like, you know what? The motivational message that I have for you guys is just be happy with yourself and love yourself. If you're not happy with yourself and, and you're not loving yourself, 
just take some time out and yeah, I'm not going to look over here. <laughs> take some time out and I and, and identify your truths. No, seriously though. Yeah, identify yeah. your truths. If you're unhappy with something about yourself, identify that truth and then figure out what you need to do to fix it. And so I said, you know what? My energy was low when I started this. It's because of my hair. I was not happy with my hair. But then I identified, why am I not happy? Why, why is my energy low? Because of my hair. I'm not happy with my hair. I know how to fix that. I, I throw my hair out. And then, I'm, and then I'm feeling good about life again. Everything's not that easy, but you guys, love yourself, be happy with yourself. Identify your truths about the things you're not happy with and you're not in love with and identify how to fix those things. Find the, 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 um, the, 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 the performance barriers and then fix them. And then you'll have a happier and more fulfilled life. And somebody told me once I was going through something, if, find happiness with it, Anthony. So find it within you, and then you can find it within somebody else. Yeah. But if you can't find it within you, you'll never find it within nobody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. That's the portal way. Bing, bang. Come on, Carson, hit him with something. The portal way. <laughs> Motivation. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Ed. Follow me on IG. Ed with two Ts. This is the portal way podcast. This is Anthony Brunal, and this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment. Follow, follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's do it again. Let's all do right. It. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Support Podcast. You're already here. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Breno. Carson A. Merck. Like, subscribe, comment. This is the Porter Way. Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast.